Welcome to the Stouting Off Podcast, where we talk about the most important things in life. Listen, before we get started, and you've heard me say this before, would you like and subscribe and share our podcast with those that you love and like and tolerate even? We'd really appreciate it. Here's episode 50 coming at you. That's right. That's right. Welcome to the Stouting Off podcast, episode number 50, guys. In fact... (laughs) <laughs> i wanted to wish us a happy birthday let's go happy birthday, birthday dear, dear starting off podcast happy, happy 50th birthday to starting off podcast are you one are you <laughs> let's all make a wish together okay on the count of three let will blow out the candles go ahead will Trick candles. <laughs> They're trick candles. <laughs> Do it again. Blue hot wax on my ottoman. Yay! Yay! Hot wax on the ottoman. ottoman. Yeah. Happy birthday to ottoman. Happy wax day to ottoman. <laughs> Man, I wish I, I was going to bring a fork out here and I forgot. What kind of cake is it? It's lemon. Uh, I don't know what's on the inside, but I did already hit my the corner of my phone on it, so there's a <laughs> dent missing in the back. Lick it off your phone, see what it tastes like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love lemon stuff. Lemon-flavored things are good, like lemon bars, lemon pie, lemon cake, lemon meringue. Lemon pound cake. Lemon heads. Buying a lemon. From a car dealership? That's fun. <laughs> From a dealership. <laughs> now that's a blast. <laughs> I try to do that a couple times a year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep keeps uh keeps everything in perspective. Mm-hmm. But anyway, episode fifty. Were you about to say something else, Will? Nope. Go ahead. Oh, episode fifty, you guys. It's been a journey and we're the journey's just getting started. We are hitting our stride. Last week's episode number 49 was what I think was our best episode yet because as a podcast, we are finding our voice. We are finding our niche. We are finding the people who like us and the people who understand us. You know, I feel like the people who like this podcast are the the ones who enjoy idiotic, I mean, stupid banter. And we specialize in that. We do. That's our motto. We're certified. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the motto is we specialize in that. We People specialize like, in that. We don't, we don't <laughs> specify what it is. We just specialize in that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. Um, we're late to the party here, but I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about last week at the Oscars with, um, with Chris Rock and William Smith. Um, I would love to hear any takes that you guys have. I'm, I'm assuming you saw the footage, right? <clears throat> yeah, I uh, I was looking at some news stories today and everybody was talking about Will Smith and posting stuff on Instagram and I didn't catch any of it until today. So I watched the video. Couldn't believe it, dude. Could <laughs> not lost believe it. lost his mind. Dude, lost I couldn't it. believe it. I mean, that was a hard, hard intentional slap. Yeah. He wound back. There was yes. some force behind You that. have to believe that 100% of people in that room thought it was set up. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, because you, how can you explain that otherwise? It was the yelling that makes makes the, the, the situation completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you could tell. What? You, know, you know what would have been funny is <clears throat> the reason why he got up and he was able to do that was because he was like right in the front row with Jada Pinkett's <laughs> I, imagine if he was like in the balcony, he had to take an elevator down, walk all the way up. Yelling the whole time. <laughs> it's moved on. Like so he's got to get security again. It's a twenty-five minute jaunt. The nominee is right. like They're off the stage. Another, <laughs> presenting another thing. And he just Don't waits up ever. there for him. 
Where'd he by go? The time, <laughs> right, by the time he says that, someone else is presenting, you know? <laughs> Chris Rock left. Yeah, by the time he... Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> From upper second level mezzanine. As yes. The, don't you... You just hear from the background. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. I'll be right there. Oh, that's great. But two nominations later, Will oh. Smith walks up to the stage, but he was actually picked. Yes. It's a totally different it's thing. Perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> he just like adjusts his suit. Just as he's winding back the slap, they nominate him. Yes. <laughs> And the award goes to Will Smith, and he's stopping. Wait, wait what? <laughs> yeah, what's the award? Thank you, thank you. That's had, why I'm here. That's why I made my he, way yeah. down here. Had he had crappy seats, it would have been a completely different situation, oh, right? Now. Right. That is right. so funny. I I saw the um, the uncensored version that was shown internationally. This particular feed that I saw was from Japan, and man, he. He lost his cool. A guy that I've always really liked. Me yeah. too. And I've always really liked him uh, in real life as a, a you know, recording artist, as an actor. I've always really liked him. And that, um, that little episode kind of brought him down a, a couple levels. I think it took him, for me, it took him off of the level of like star, somebody that I admire. Now I see him as just like a normal guy who loses is cool yeah but man that wasn't i didn't like seeing that i didn't either i man there are so many people that still think that it's like that it was like scripted someone was saying that the the oscars or whatever losing steam things like that and i'm like dude (laughs) like that's the way to revitalize it yeah like (laughs) That's what you lean on. I don't, violence. Well, well, what if we incorporate some violence uh, this time? Yeah, around? right. You guys ever thought of that? <laughs> and then just like oh, like a violence category in the awards? No, 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 no. 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 Physical live violence. action no. violence between two A-list <laughs> celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get us some press. Yeah, I mean, like the 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 vulgarities that he was saying in that. I mean, that's undeniably real life. You know, right. So yeah. two things about it from my stance. One. Chris Rock is a comedian. You can't get mad at him. Straight up. Sorry. Straight up. Sorry about it, but you just can't because he's there to make jokes. That's what he's paid to do. You've probably paid him every, whatever. You know what I mean? Like Will Smith and him are like, boys, I think a little tiff in 2016, whatever. That's what I heard. I I like that you did your homework. I did some homework. I like that you just dropped that. But still, like, but still. Like you can't get mad at a comedian. Crystalia said that once. Yeah, he's like you, but but you came here and paid me, yeah. And then I said a joke, and you said, Mm-mm-mm. you know what <laughs> I mean? Like you just yeah. can't do it. Second thing is, no one's ever publicly humiliated my wife, so I don't know how that feels either. You know right. what I mean? Like that's a, you know, she's got the um, alopecia. alopecia and the joke was geared toward that. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, like that's a, it is, I don't know. It's funny to make somebody, uh, uh, I'm sorry. It's funny to make fun of somebody who, who did something stupid, made a fool of themselves, whatever. Mm-hmm. Going on to a, a, a disease. Uh, what is that? An autoimmune disease? I'm assuming mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. Nice. You're uh, killing with the facts right now. I'm impressed. Yeah. I, that spit out i don't even know what i said he's got a script off camera yeah it's a teleprompter yeah (laughs) the light is a teleprompter (laughs) but yeah so anyway like that's that that, that's my two cents one comedian don't get mad two never had my wife publicly humiliated don't know how it feels yeah enough to slap someone on public or on on national television no right probably just get up and leave you just when you're an A-list celebrity, you you sign up for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You you just sign up for the press just running you through the ringer. You sign up for being the butt of a joke whenever you know whenever there's an opportunity to to have a joke made about you. You just sign up for that. It's the terms of engagement as being a celebrity. Mm-hmm. You just got to have thicker skin than that. You got to have it. There's a better way to deal with that. I yeah, I don't know. 
I didn't like seeing Tom, uh, Tom, I was about to say Tom Cruise. <clears throat> I always confuse Tom Cruise and Will Smith. So that's, forgive me. <laughs> I mean, it's a logical mix up. So. They've been in a lot of the same movies. Yeah. So yeah. 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 I loved Will Smith in Mission Impossible too. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I, I, I didn't like to see a hero go that way, you know? Yeah. There is another hero that I didn't realize was so heroic and, this is a, a segue into what I want to talk about next. Do you guys know who the number one solo recording artist of all time is? Number one best-selling in terms of records? It's not Michael Jackson, is it? It's not Michael Jackson. Is it Bieber? It, it's not Bieber. It's not Whitney Houston. It's not Celine Dion. Weird Al Yankovic? It's, it's not Weird Al. It's not William Hung. It's freaking Garth Brooks. Oh yeah, that's Garth Brooks. No kidding. One I wouldn't have thought of. I mean, undeniably huge, but yeah. I mean, he's so big that he wears, you know, the mic, the the earpiece mic thing. I mean, that's how. When you know you've made yes. it, that's what you wear on stage. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the stones. Yeah, just it's a gutsy move. Um, there is a Netflix documentary series. It's a two-parter, I think, of about Garth Brooks. It's just about his life story, his mm-hmm. career ups and downs the guy is so human the guy is so normal we would love we would love to be his sons the three of us could you imagine if we were garth brooks's sons file for adoption papers tomorrow (laughs) gets this he gets he can't turn it down obviously that's what i'm saying he gets the application in the mail first of all it goes directly to him (laughs) that goes to him he sees that three grown men in their 30s want to be his sons (laughs) you think he would do it I, if he's I do, such a stand-up guy. He lives in Goodlettsville, right up the road from here. Yeah. Which is nice. He is a guy who has never really lost his cool. He's always been a good guy. In fact, I have a buddy, Corey, who um, he plays guitar, and we play music together in a number of different things just around here. Corey found himself at a gig one time. It was a charity dinner for, I believe it was Alzheimer's. Or as my friend's mom says, all timers. All timers, yeah. That, it's yep, just, it's cool. just all time. I mean, it is, this is an all time disease. <laughs> it is for you at a Alzheimer's fundraiser with A list celebrities. Jeff Bezos was there at his table, my buddy Corey's table. No way. Yes, Jeff Bezos was there. Mark Zuckerberg was there, and Cor- and Corey was just there to play guitar for one song that they for the artist that they brought in. And anyway, he sat next to Garth Brooks at the dinner and Garth Brooks had shown up, had flown in from like a show. He had played somewhere, not Faster Horses, but some big country music festival, headlined it, flew in for this, um, this dinner, this uh, fundraiser. And he sat next to Corey the whole night and just asked him about his life. And, he, you know, he was asking Corey about it, how Corey got started playing guitar and was just talking with him all night. And at the end of the night, um, you know, Garth was like, Corey, wish you all the best to t- tell, uh, tell Jordan. Hi, his wife, Jordan, tell Jordan. Hi, I hope everything's going great there. And, um, good luck with that session next week. Hope you, and he went around and like all this, all the people that Corey was with, no name people, he knew everybody's name and was just like, boom, knew, ev- remembered everything about him. Wow. That's, that's our type of guy. That's a good guy. Yeah. Cause that's- obviously those people. He, he's probably never going to see again. I mean, they don't yeah. mean anything to him. Right. You know, that's like the sign of a genuinely good person. Yeah. That's in that position if they do that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Now, could I name four? Could I name three Garth Brooks songs? Could I name two Garth Brooks songs? I've no. got friends in low places. <laughs> There's that's seven four. right there. There's seven right there. <laughs> I, I couldn't name it. more than seven, though. Yeah. Past seven. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But a lot of people can. Um, he's one of those stories around town, like he actually got kind of discovered at, say, the Bluebird Cafe and playing at the Honky Tonks back when that was like how you got record deals. You were just playing at the right bar around town at the right time. Yeah. But now we got the internet. We don't need that anymore. Um, Close them all. Oh, Will, tell us about New Orleans. So you just got back from a week-long trip in New Orleans. I did. Tell us about it. How was it? It's pretty incredible. Um, I think I'm going to have a hangover until next month. Um, okay, why? <laughs> I went there for the New Orleans Bourbon Fest. Um, 
Now, <sighs> this is something that they typically try to do every year, and I don't know how many years running that they've done it, but <clears throat> the uh, last two years they've had to uh, postpone. So everyone was geared up for this. Post Malone. Post Malone was even. And <laughs> he didn't make it, but he was, it. he was geared up for it. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Post Malone and Garth Brooks headlined it. Yeah. <laughs> they headlined the bourbon. Post um, Malone got postponed. And so, post, yeah. And then, so that screwed everything up. But um, it was really cool. I had been in New Orleans, I think, five years ago ish uh, for work. And when I was there, I was like at a conference pretty much all day and didn't really get to experience any of the city. So, this go around, I had much more of an opportunity to check everything out. Perfect freaking weather, not humid at all, 72, not a cloud in the sky every day. The Bourbon Fest was incredible. Met some amazing, like, whiskey royalty pretty much, you know, got to meet a lot of those people um, that I idolize in the industry and uh, a lot of other great folk. But, yeah, um, there was whiskey from about noon until 2 in the morning, um, more more days (laughs) than that. When I went to New Orleans both times, it was a dirty dirty downtown area it mm-hmm. was dirty it yeah, was like dirty new york spot. city where there's trash bags on every corner it like yeah. it was dirty yeah, yeah. um I, now i know people who love new orleans mm-hmm. and maybe i just didn't get into the right part of town the venue we were at was a couple blocks off of bourbon street and then of course we went to bourbon street but we also went to a, cool, a bunch of cool little you know boutique bars and you know restaurants and stuff like this and it was all cool but like going place to place i was like i don't like being outside right now i don't like being in this place i like the places that are there but i didn't really like the place mm-hmm. yeah it's it's definitely tough in some areas um you know and even like the last night that i was there um we were at some bar and i got separated from the people i was with they like went home when I was in the bathroom or something. I don't even know. <laughs> All right. Like, he went to the bathroom. One, two, three, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, cool. It's two thirty. I'm in the middle of a city that I'm not from. And, uh, this is all good. And I called my <laughs> Uber and it made me walk to like this town square where there was no one around, uh, to get picked up. I'm waiting there for about 25 minutes and then my Uber cancels. So then I have to call another one. Cool. And I didn't get back to my hotel until about 4am, uh, because of that. That was cool. Um, dang. So yeah, there are definitely definitely some areas that um, I would be sketched out by, but all in all, it's it's a, it's a really good city. Um, there's great people there. They were super hospitable. The food was amazing. The hospitality people were great. Um, so, like any city, it's 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 about the for me, it's about the company that I'm with. So I even remember, even though I didn't particularly like New Orleans, I loved the people I was with. Mm -hmm. And so for that reason, I look back on that time fondly, you know? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, like you were having experiences of a lifetime with you, like you said, bourbon, like whiskey royalty yep, and friends that you've made from, you know, during COVID times, kind of, you've only met virtually. virtually. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just so cool. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, dude. that's yeah. great. Yeah, it was uh, it was a legendary week. So I'm uh, I'm just in recovery mode now, but <laughs> I was ready to get home by the end of it. Uh, yeah, but it, it was super cool. So I remembered a story this week. <laughs> I remembered something that happened that I can now tell in the form of a story. At the time that it happened, it, <laughs> it was all right. I'm going to start over. <laughs> <laughs> at the time that it, I was about to be like, at the time that it happened, it was not yet a story, but now it is, and so. <laughs> Pull up a chair. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I remembered a, uh, a, a funny experience that happened when I was in high school. And I wanted to share it with you guys. When I was 16, by the time I turned 16, I already had a car. It was my grandma's car that um, she had given to me when I was like 15 and a half. So for about six months, I had a car sitting in our driveway that I couldn't drive, but it was mine. And I knew where the keys were in the house for Mm. it. And, um, but it was, of course, like I don't have a license, so I can't drive it until I'm 16. So one day I'm feeling particularly rebellious while I'm in high school. And I say to my buddy, Mike, who I called Murr from kindergarten, I met him in kindergarten and we graduated high school together. I'm like, Murr, do you want to, do you want to skip school? And, we can walk to my house because it was near the high school. 
and I actually have a car there and we can drive it to like Burger King or something. And he's like, yeah, totally. Let's do it. So around third hour, we leave school. We walk to my house, which was about a half mile away. We get into my car, firing it up, excited. Adrenaline is rushing. I've never driven a car without an adult in it before. And Murr is in the passenger seat. And I'm like, here we go. Throw that thing in reverse, backing down the driveway. I get to Burger King successfully. And I'm I'm telling Murr while I'm in the, the drive-thru, or the first time I've ever ordered from a driver's window in a drive-thru too, mm-hmm. by the way. Special. Ordering this. And I'm like, dude, this is just so cool. And there's just no way we'll ever like get caught or anything. Like my mom works downtown Detroit. She's, I mean, she's 25 miles away right now. It's all good. And you already know where this is going. <laughs> we do, we come around the, uh, we come around the drive-through and I'm at the pay window like this paying. And I look, I just happen to look out the freaking windshield and my mom drives by like <laughs> midday. Mom's supposed to be downtown Detroit working. And I'm like, yeah, Mer, we'll never get caught. Yeah, oh, cool. Eight, $8, 12 cents. Yeah, here you go. And I look, and my mom drives by, dude. And I see her go to the donut place that's right next door to it. Do- uh, Doughboy at Plymouth and Wayne Road. Uh-huh. Yeah, Doughboy. Livonia, which I think is now out of business. Oh, yeah. Because they were cash only for about two decades too long. And it hadn't changed in 40 years. And it hadn't changed in 40 years. And I used to go to that donut shop almost every day before school. But anyway, I see her pull off in that parking lot right there, and I'm like, oh, crap. And actually, that's where the story ends. I wish I could say that we got caught, but we did Oh, wow. I never get caught, dude. I never get caught. Unless you're spying on me. Unless I'm spying on you, or unless I'm throwing water balloons at cops, which <laughs> we talked about in a past episode. Um, <laughs> but man, I loved high school, and I loved all the little things, and I loved that kind of just like... I loved getting into mischief, mm-hmm. but it was good, clean fun. Like I'm not going to total the car. I was, was an am and will forever be a great driver. Yeah. You know, it's good, clean fun. Skipping school is great. Yeah. yeah. I never got, uh, I never did anything too, too crazy, but, um, one story that I'll always laugh at when I think about is, um, after school one day, cause again, I was similar situation to you where I was within walking distance of the school. So I had a buddy come over, um, and Little Caesars was right across the street. So we grab a hot and ready. It's funny to watch you <laughs> eat that cake. I'm just smashing this cake. I found a fork, so it's nice. <laughs> In so, the cushion. <laughs> we, um, we grab a hot and ready, go back to my house. My parents aren't home yet. We go uh, in the basement watching a show or something like that. And um, I was a little bit rebellious in the sense that I, you know, I, I smoked a little bit in high school here sure. and there, a couple, couple cigs here and there. Yeah. Um, well, so did, so did this friend. And so we're in my basement, we're eating the pizza. Everything's good. My dad, um, who has probably smoked since he was, I don't know, seven and a half or eight, um, <laughs> comes home from work and, uh, my friend, had lit up a cigarette in my basement. Now, again, if I was so worried about it, why would I ever ha- have him light up a cigarette? Because my right. parents knew. Right. If it was a problem, you would have been like, dude, you, you, you can't do you that. You can't. Like, what are you doing? Are you insane? Yeah. But I, yeah, I didn't care because it was whatever. Yeah. So he's sitting there and it's lit and he's smoking it. And my dad walks in through the back door. And the back door leads directly to the staircase to the basement. My friend gets so freaked out. He doesn't know what to do. He's like, where do I, what do I do? Where do I put this? What? What? I'm like, dude, chill out, chill out. He's like, no, no, no. He puts it out on his, into his hand, dude. Just puts it out on his hand. I'm watching this all unfold. His like, skin. I don't know what to say. Why would you put it? Not the bottom of his shoe. Or- no, not on the bottom of his shoe. Didn't try to put it out on the tile. No, into his bare palm. And he's like, he's in pain from this. Clearly. The other funny, the other, a couple of the other funny pieces. Again, my parents know they also smoke. So you've got two things going against you. Number three, 
Do you think that the smoke is just going to it's just going to right. disappear? It's going to dissipate by the time he gets down 15 stairs? <laughs> bleeding. Like dude. It's, it, after that it's untraceable. It's after untra- he puts it out when you put it out on, into your skin, that's the smoke dissipates. <laughs> put it out after it doesn't. I don't know what he was thinking, dude, but I was laughing unbelievably hard. Your dad was probably My dad comes hard. down there and lights up a cigarette. What's going on, guys? Smoke? Want one? Smoke them if you got them. Um, and uh, another another time where a friend got in. I just remember this one. Another time when my friend a friend got injured oh. in my basement. There were actually a couple times. But another time was... Uh, I think I invited a couple people over to watch a, a Red Wings game. We're in my basement. Oh. And uh, this guy, I think his name was Eric. <clears throat> he was sitting on the very end of the couch. Right next to the couch, there was like an end table. And on that end table, he had set whatever he was drinking on it. We're watching the game. We're all glued to the TV and stuff. He goes to reach for his drink, still looking at the TV. Goes to reach for it, dips his hand down. My mom had lit a tart burner. Uh, hours ago that was still going with hot it, wax in it. In is that his, like a wait? Hold on. Is that like a candle warmer? Yes, it's got you, like you put the, the little okay. you put the little candle underneath and then the wax melts on top. He dips his entire hand like it's being <laughs> like a, a, a sword being forged. At like it, his entire hand is engulfed in wax, and as soon as it happens, he was so confused because he was just reaching for his water. His entire hand gets engulfed, <laughs> encapsulated like Han Solo in Carbonite, <laughs> and he reaches his hand up into the sky and screams, and wax is just dripping down. Oh, I was. Were you guys dying? I was oh crying, dude. I, I couldn't be resuscitated. Oh my gosh, dude! The the your friends getting hurt, especially when you're younger like that, is. Yeah. There's nothing that can top that in terms of humor, in nothing terms funnier. of comedic value. Yeah, nothing there's nothing funnier. funnier. Oh, nothing funnier in the planet. So true. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And I also had a, uh, as soon as you got to the bottom of uh, the stairs, which is the same, the house that my mom still lives in, the like ceiling hangs really low. So you have to be very careful. Like when you're like, even somebody of average height can easily hit their head on this thing. And I remember, uh, Shortly after we moved into that house, I wasn't used to it yet, and I was running down the stairs for something. Running down the stairs, don't even think about it. I couldn't have hit my head any harder if I tried. Again, it was like a Home Alone scene. Oh, billiards. Yeah, that basically You're nowhere for wear. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sweating from laughing, dude. That was... <laughs> Oh, that is very funny. I had heard that first story before, but every time you tell it to me, <laughs> have you heard that story before, Jordan? Never. I, that that story tickles. I mean, <laughs> I had no idea so... where it was going. That's the thing. <laughs> he put the cigarette out on his hand. Bare in the palm. palm in the palm of his hand. <laughs> oh, it's yes, so dude. good. Yes. And I could oh. I could totally like imagine being in that situation like mm-hmm. where where else am i gonna put it yeah you know what i mean like panic mode like but it, it was just won't hurt that bad it was just simply the stupid <laughs> he could have just handed the cigarette to me if he was worried about my dad seeing him specifically smoke for some reason <laughs> right. but he chose the most ridiculous option on the planet like he didn't even think about the factors of like where's the smoke gonna go Will's parents people do that smoke. for people do that for like that's a torture technique and he did it to himself. Yes. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's like a mafia technique to get you to talk or something. I saw that in Saw. <laughs> I walked out of Saw too. Really? I hadn't I hadn't seen Saw one. But I um I forgot who I went to Saw Two with a handful of friends. And in the first scene I was like Nope, can't do this. <laughs> can't handle this. Didn't know what I was in for. So yeah. I walked out of the theater, called an ex-girlfriend, had her come pick me up, <laughs> dropped me off at call. home. Uh, hey, hey, Kimmy, I know we haven't talked in uh, maybe six or eight months, but and last time we did talk, it wasn't very good at all. But can you come? Uh, can you come scoop me from? You, you did always AMC say 20? that if I didn't like a movie, you'd always come pick me up. Some cash in that yeah, end. Right, exactly. Yeah, I'm holding you to it. I know you're a person of your word. Can you come, 
I got I got spooked by this movie. Can you come pick me up? We'll talk about our breakup later on. But can you just I don't know why I called her again. That teenage mind, man, like it's you just don't you're not thinking right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That'll happen. And another and then another time I left a girl at the movies. See? So Ooh. it's all it's all I, I went through the one. whole spectrum. Did I ever tell <laughs> for saw one? Exactly. I was like, I can't handle this. You stay here. Bye. <laughs> Jordan, I told I think I told that story on the podcast before though. Yeah, right? that was early episodes, like one. Early sods, early sods. Long story short. We're just short. reminiscing on the fiftieth, you know? Yeah, 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 that's right. This it's is the best a, of. Yeah, we're going back on the it's like a montage. Mm-hmm. Best memory best of. Yeah, I left her at the movies because uh, the boys wanted to play hockey late at night at our friend's skating rink that he owned. And I was like, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm sure you are. Yeah, have fun. I was like, no, 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 for for real. I'm I'm leaving. I, I let's go. Come on. No, you go on, Drew. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this. I'm not kidding. You have we let's go. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm leaving. If you're not gonna leave, okay. Okay, Drew. So I left. I get a call in 30 minutes crying. Where are you? I'm like, I left. I went to go play hockey with the boys. <laughs> I can't say that I wouldn't do that today. Even No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. But, um, man, the, I wouldn't trade that for anything in the world. She's happy now. She's doing her own thing. She's a mom and a wife, and that's all great. And I got to play hockey that night. So it all worked <laughs> out. It all worked out. The trade-off, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I can't so, wait to play hockey again. Oh, same, same. Just to same. get out on the skates. I, uh, this morning, This morning, I woke up in Michigan here. And hmm. went to the gym six <laughs> six a.m. And you're an early riser. Yeah, uh, but went to the gym at six, and snow had covered the ground during <laughs> the night. Again, 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 <laughs> again. It's April. It's April. It's April. It's April. <laughs> In the D, and. <laughs> Uh, man, but I'm it, sorry. It made me so mad. But anyway, I said I don't know why I said when you said roller skating it made me think of ro- uh, hockey in Nashville. Yeah, in Hendersonville. Yeah. I um, man, I I went to the driving range today, and in preparation for the golf weekend that the three of us, as well as thirteen of our best buddies, have coming up. And I'm new to the sport of golf. It's a very unforgiving sport. It's a sport of very high precision. It's not a team sport, so you can't rely on anyone else to bail you out. You gotta be you gotta be competent in your own right, in your own lane. And starting to find my swing a little bit, but I'll tell you, last time I went to this driving range, I left so mad, so ticked off that I sold my clubs when I got home. <laughs> and today I went back there with my new clubs that actually a friend of mine founded a Salvation Army. And I was able to put some good swings together. I got some good ball contact, but I'm still selling the clubs. And uh, <laughs> but they're sold. <laughs> I'm not. Um, but it just felt good, man. It felt like redemption, the redemption tour. And I just can't wait for that golf weekend. Talked Saturday. about it last week, but the the evening soaks in the hot tub, the golf itself, the laughs. It's over my birthday weekend, which will be nice. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're just—it's going to be special. Oh, for sure. It's a new location too, so that'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be great, yeah. fantastic. There's yeah, nothing the, better than just—it's like the day before is the best part, and that's anticipation, because, dude. It's because you're going to be like, wow. Only a matter of hours before I'm on my way to Indiana is where we're going. Yeah, Plymouth, to Indiana. Indiana. And for the next three days, I'm not going to do literally anything but golf and chill. Yep. Those two G- things, dude. G and C. Yes, dude. <laughs> Gin and Chonic. G and C. vacation time to do a little G and C. I just need a little bit of G and C. Right after we go to G and C. Yeah, we're going to do that there. Yeah, I couldn't be more excited. It's going to be It's going to be fantastic, dude. Hey, go ahead. How was the cake? cake? The cake is really, really, really good as well. Where'd you get it? Uh, Kroger. Wow. Five dollar, five dollar cake bin. 
They have some good <laughs> Ben Ben that had fifty <laughs> and stouting off podcast on it somehow. Yeah. It's mixed yes. in with like red and blue like green yeah. balls. <laughs> yes. In a ball oh, the ball like in the uh like in, in uh Walmart. You got yeah, that in the those, ball pit at McDonald's? Those yeah, those big the the big balls that are held in by like the elastic cords, right? Yeah, and you yes. always had to take one out and shoot oh, yeah. it. I did. Oh yeah, man. I dreamt about those. These are the things that kids <laughs> think about. But when I would walk by those, dude, when I was like a little kid, I'd be like, man, it would be so awesome to have one of those. And now, yeah. like, if one of those was around my house, I would be like, how can I responsibly dispose of it? Like, what materials? Can I recycle this? Get this out of my house, right? But when you're a kid, oh man. Oh yeah. Want to know a fun fact? Yeah. I, um, so you guys know I go to the gym every day? Yeah. I did something last Friday that I've never done before, and it was a class, and I did a boxing class. Wow. Yeah. Dude, the heart rate can soar in one of those. Speaking of soar, the following day, I couldn't move. Body, just in a body cast. My back <laughs> was so incredibly sore. My wrists were so wow. incredibly sore. They told me I was supposed to wrap up or something yeah, like that, and I didn't do that. Do that. I thought you'd just that. do that for style points. I didn't no, know you gotta do that. anything. I guess it keeps your it keeps your wrist stabilized through the punch. Yeah. So uh, it, it doesn't, you know, bend and break. Will you've done some some boxing, haven't you? Nine I, round. I used to do nine round. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What's nine round? Nine round is... Um, it's five rounds of It's boxing. an expensive small building where you go to work out. Um, like title? No. It's only five rounds. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. but it, So it's like kickboxing, and it takes 30 minutes, and you do nine rounds. So you, it's a mix of like body weight workouts, and you know, then you get... They do different workouts for where you're on the bag, you know, and hitting yeah. and stuff like that. Okay, but, so similar then? Yeah. Um, it was, it was cool that I joined it for, I think I did it for like a year because the gym can be extremely monotonous to me. And I was like, I want to do something that's like quick, you know, high intensity gets me in and out of there. Um, and is different, you know, it changes every day and I have someone to give me direction on what to do, but man, it was tough. Dude, that was, was the hard. That was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Yeah. I was gonna say though, I remember Will. I remember you like kind of like getting fit. I remember you were seeing like some really good like results from that because it's effective. Yeah. Right? No, it, I've never done it, but it really is. I mean, it it whips you into shape for sure. Dude, my watch in forty five minutes. My watch said I burned five hundred and ten calories. Holy mackerel! Take it with a grain of salt because it's an Apple Watch, but. <laughs> <laughs> But still, like, I mean, that I, I've never sweat so much. Mm -hmm. I have never been so physically tired to mm -hmm. where when like the ding, 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 mm -hmm. that went off at the end and I dropped, mm -hmm. dude. I was like, I can't even walk. Yep. And then no showers. And nah. so yeah. soaking wet and get into the nice car and, <laughs> and drive, drive 40 and minutes. also freeze on the way to the car. And yeah, now I'm yeah, frozen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was super fun though. I would I would do it again for sure. Actually, I'm going to do it on Friday. I already signed up. Um, respect. Yeah. I like that for a little Friday treat, little change of pace. Yeah, I did a, a nice spin class a couple Fridays ago. Something about doing that on a Friday morning feels good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So again, I did it uh, to break up the monotony of the normal gym stuff. But <clears throat> so it, unlike the gym, I had someone over my shoulder telling me what to do and telling me to speed up or do whatever. I've never yelled at strangers more in my life than when I was there. Oh, sure. Like I would get, I would get mad. I'd oh, get real mad. Oh. I'm trying. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. They're like, come on, man. Don't quit. Don't quit. I'm like, my heart literally can't take this. Can't take any more of this. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. I get it. Yeah. We, yeah. we did have a partner like, uh, I don't know how many rounds it was, but it, the way it was, it was 30 seconds on the bag, 30 seconds off the bag. And then uh, 60 seconds of rest, if I remember right. Maybe it was 30 seconds of rest. Mm -hmm. But those 30 seconds, when you do like a combination, it's like he'll tell you to like one is one thing, two is something, three, four, five, six. Mm -hmm. And so like the combination is like, geez, I'm going to mess this up. But four, four, five, six. Let's just pretend that's two jabs, uh, a hook, and like an uppercut. 
And so you do that for 30 seconds straight. And like, there's, he's, he's walking through the aisle and he's like, like, you got to hit it harder. Like, you know, like you got to hit it harder. Like, don't give up on it. Like all this stuff. And then the bell rings and you immediately go into 30 seconds of burpees. Oh, and then the bell rings and you go back to the combination and then the bell rings and you go back to burpees and then you do that three times and it's like a, a minute break after that. Yeah, it doesn't stop. That's the way that nine round was. It's insane. It's intense, dude. Intense. Um, with those combinations, when they would do those, I could never remember them. Could never remember what <laughs> I'm supposed to do. It's really hard. Left, left, right, uppercut, and then go into a jab hook. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> well, I'm on the verge of dying right now. I think you, <laughs> like you need to shock my heart. Yeah. In just a couple <laughs> seconds, go grab that just in case off the wall. I'll be standing here catching, trying to catch my breath. Um, and then we'll, we'll try the combination again. Okay, sound good? <laughs> Fortunately, mine were like four, four item combinations. So like it was pretty easy to remember, but then like when your body gets tired, your body forgets what to do. Mm -hmm. And so like there were times where I like lost my balance and like tripped over my feet, like to hit the bag. And right. If I ever need to physically fight somebody with those combinations, I'm just going to, I'm going to give up. I'm I'm dead. (laughs) You'll just die. That's simple as can be. Yeah. It's all good. All right. Just stand there, man. Let me try and remember it. Just stand there. (laughs) One second. Can't yeah. you see my heart? <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, dude, look at my heart rate. I can't fight you right now. Listen to this. Today I learned that tapeworms can live inside humans for up to 30 years and grow to 80 feet in size. 30 years. A 30-year tapeworm. 80 uh, feet is is more concerning. That's going to be problematic for sure. That's going to be like... That's going to be like another intestine for you. <laughs> another yeah. like intestinal tract. That's disgusting. feet. I will say I don't care for any of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Listen to this. You don't care. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not particularly fond of that. You guys, this was in our bourbon chat. I'm sure you guys saw this already, but it bears repeating. Venomous snake bites man after being sealed in wine bottle for a year. After opening bottles of snake wine, a man in China, of course, course. there because they just because no rules for weird stuff, they, whatever, whatever, was surprised to find a living venomous snake which bit him. The man hurried to hospital for treatment and survived. The man had purchased three bottles of medicinal wine with snakes soaking in them as a remedy for his ill son. He waited a year after purchasing the bottles to open them. Unexpectedly. The snakes had reportedly come back to life, according to the China <laughs> Times. <laughs> as soon as a that cork popped, wine as soon as that cork popped, that snake came right back to life. It's just hibernation. Like, Hello, I'm back. How? Listen to this. Apparently, when snakes encounter harsh environments, they often enter a dormant state and can survive for several years, dude. Wow. Of course they can because they're snakes. they're monsters. They're mo- yeah. Yeah, they're monsters. Yeah. That's sick. Uh, additionally, jars of the wine cannot be completely sealed, so a small amount of air enters as well. Same thing happened in 2013 to another woman. <laughs> Snake Snake just wine. In the bottle. <laughs> I'm getting pissed. That's <laughs> so horrible. That's Snake I have wine. so many issues with that. Number one, why are you buying that? Number two, why are you buying it for medicinal purposes? Number, Number three, th- why are you buying it for medicinal purposes for your child? For your child. And number four, uh, how is that approved for sale and consumption? Uh, none the of answer it makes, to that is China. And, I mean, it, yeah. anything goes. No rules. I, I just like, how have they not caught up with the rest of the world in terms of any of that? Like, <laughs> right. The stuff that they eat off the street, that street vendors or whatever, and that kind of thing just blows my mind. Like the what, dog festival, you mean? The dog Dude, festival. Have, there's a. There's a. I'm pretty sure it's. I think it's in China. If not, don't call me racist. Don't call me prejudiced. I think it's in China. There's like a dog festival where you can buy dogs and they they eat them. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be another issue that I have. <laughs> that's gonna be. That's issue number six. <laughs> that's gonna be another one yeah. i'm verifying right now fact checking myself so you go into this dog festival and you buy a dog to eat it no this is going to be troubling meat stalls are being seen so it's in beijing 
The Yulin Lychee and Dog Meat Festival is an annual 10-day event where over 10,000 dogs are eaten. Cat meat, fresh lychees, and liquor are also available at the festival. Don't say fresh cat meat, because that... <laughs> I don't like that string of words. Cat meat, That's fresh. so horrible. <laughs> don't yeah. do that. Don't... The demand that is required for 10,000 dogs to be eaten, mm-hmm. that's not just like one or two people with certain things. That's a lot of people. You're selling out tickets to this thing? <laughs> like... They're, I mean, humanitarian and, and animal rights activists all over the world are trying to shut this down. I mean, it's a travesty. Well, no kidding. Yeah. It's atrocious. Yeah. But uh, China. I mean, so anything goes. And it's all good. And yeah. gross. So China. And, um, you know, China. China. Can you can you imagine, like, um, if that guy had bought that bottle of wine, he was going on a first date. He's like, come on <laughs> over. I've got a bottle of wine. I made dinner and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Starts pouring it. Snake. Come, oh, man, sorry. The snake came out and just suddenly on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> pouring that bottle of wine, saying "Sorry, the snake came out." There's already an issue. There's yeah, already an issue with it. That's right. That's yes. right. Yeah, oh, that's already a, problematic. Nice oh, sorry, vintage, the snake came out. It's a nice vintage Pinot Noir from uh, 2012. Uh, unbelievably great grape season that year, and. Um, Nice rattlesnake at the bottom, as you can see. Nice vintage rattlesnake, 2012. Good year for rattlesnakes as well. This right here. And, uh, oh, it looks like it's moving. Don't this be is a special bottle. Just, uh, it was I've a been one. saving this one. <laughs> this is a uh, King Cobra from 2016. Aged to perfection. Don't this worry. It's dead. I mean, it's been in here for three years. It's okay. <laughs> This it's dead. It's just for style, just style points. This is not a Chardonnay. It's a Chardonnay snake. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, me too. I like that. That was nice. <laughs> yeah. Chardonnay snake. Chardonnay There's snake. probably a, I bet if we sat here for 10 minutes, we could think of some great, great Brand wordplay names. puns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Without a doubt. Caber snake. <laughs> Caber snake. That's nice. Like, I'm not much of a snake expert. I try not to think about them in general. I have a buddy, Evan who is so afraid of snakes that if, if you show him a, a, a photo of a snake on your phone, he runs. He runs away. It's I've like seen Bam it. Margera. Yeah. Bam. Bam is like that. Oh, Bam is like that with snakes. Is yeah. he alive? Is, is Bam still alive? He's still alive. Yeah, he's us. still yeah. chill- chilling. He's chilling. Uh, one time when I was in Tennessee, I saw a snake go under something in my garage. All I saw was its tail, like a little bit of its tail. And so naturally, I called my brother and I yep. said, "You need to come over because I need yep. your help." Bring the hazmat suit and bring <laughs> some tools. And bring your snake tools, heavy tools. <laughs> he brings one of those things with the the little snake hook on the end, yes. so you can kind of like, <laughs> yes, and like shaker. Yeah. Uh, he brings a recorder and one of the one yeah of the, 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 <laughs> the recorder <laughs> in the we- woven basket. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he comes over and He's we find out that it's just a salamander. Oh, with a very long tail. There you go. Even so, creepy. I don't like reptiles. I don't like them. Just don't like them. Me either. You know. Yeah, they are they are horrifying. Just like you know, alligators or what any big reptile like that, or even small. It's just weird. Like why why do you have to exist? And yeah, then, I like the furry things. I like mammals. I like furry yeah. mammals. I like That's turtles. Funny. Or like I, I think about like <laughs> what's like at the turtles. bottom of the ocean. <laughs> oh. The ocean is horrifying. Oh. I think I've said that before. Yeah. What's down there and why is it there? <laughs> Do you swim in the ocean? I don't know if I ever have. Well, like right up along the, the coast. Yeah. Like on beach. the beach. Yeah, I'm not like chartering a boat to the middle of the ocean and then going in there. There's no way I'm ever doing that in my life. I do that. Um, so like once a year or so, we will go down to Fort Lauderdale and we'll, we'll, it's not a chartered boat, but it's one of like our manufacturer's boats. We take it out and we drive to Miami and then like we're talking about like going to the Bahamas in June and stuff like that. But That's we'll go right. pretty far out there where the waves are crazy and we'll all jump in. And you can't think about the stuff. You can't no, dude. think about it because it's fun. It's like there's nothing better than being on a boat in the middle of the ocean. Like it's so fun. 
I can think of other stuff. I was going to say, I thought you could say, I thought you were saying you can't think of it because you'll get freaked out. That's exactly. me, dude. I th- right. Yeah. It, you, dude, if I'm in a, if I'm in a great lake, if I'm in Lake Michigan, I'm thinking about what's in here. Oh, for Are, sure. Did some freshwater shark adapt for this environment? <laughs> and it's, yeah. is it going to get me? It's like an eel or something. Yeah, like what dude. are those crazy things? Freshwater stingray. You know, like you just don't know. Yeah. I don't like to think about that. I don't know if I could ever do that, man. I don't know if I could ever go out to the middle of the ocean and just go in. Would you ever do a shark cage? Now, that seems a lot more reasonable to me. I would. I would never do that. Mm-mm. I'm kidding, by the way. I don't oh. know if I would <laughs> oh. ever do that. I would never do that. <laughs> well, you don't like to see what's beneath your feet, uh, or you don't know what's beneath your feet, but would you like to get in a cage submerged <laughs> in water and see what's underneath your feet? With, With some shark fresh bait? meat? Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's like sitting back reading a book. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched, um, yeah, I forgot what I watched, uh, but I forgot what it was called. I remember what it was. There was a documentary about Jaws and how Jaws changed the culture and changed um, just the impacts it had in culture and film, etc. One of them was, the prior to Jaws, sharks weren't nearly like demonized the way they are now. Mm-hmm. Or at least were up until like, Discovery came up with Shark Week and kind of started educating us on sharks a little bit. But um, it was only after Jaws that people were like, yeah, screw sharks, dude. Kill them. <laughs> like, they're all deadly predators, which yeah. they are an apex predator for sure. But there wasn't like this hysteria around sharks. No. Jaws kind of brought that about. Yep. wonder why. Because it showed a very real depiction at the time of what a very scary great white shark could do. And yeah. how blood can come out of your mouth. If you get yes, it in the legs dude. and how yes. you dream about it for months after. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah, you do that? Yes. It scared me. The curly haired guy with the glasses, yeah. forget his name. You know, yeah. he gets bit and the blood comes out of his mouth. I remember that. That visual was, it stays with me. Yeah, I probably cried. I was probably watching it with my brother who's five years older. So I was probably like six. I cried. <laughs> One time. My brother and I were home alone and... And you watched Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the happen. story. And <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we were home alone and he decides like, hey, let's watch a movie. And I'm like, yeah. And we he turns on The Matrix. And like my parents had like pretty good like surround sound and all this stuff. And so he rips it like way high, like in volume. And so like the Matrix, which I've never really seen in in my adult life, so I couldn't really tell you what it's about. But there's a big gun scene and like cement's flying everywhere and automatic weapons are going off and all this stuff. It's loud and my brother has this turned up surround sound all like basically what I would imagine is all the way up. And I started crying. (laughs) <laughs> because I was like so stressed out I started crying and my brother he didn't get mad he got disappointed and that was worse that was while worse he's looking at you while he's turning it down he's like he turned it off and then walked out of the room and I was like I messed up I messed up that's gonna be on me boys but Cry. like the the anxiety or something that I felt from being in that situation of like guns going off all the stuff that was loud, man. I hear you, man. That was loud, dude. I don't care. Yeah. It's an intense movie. It's just defending w- myself. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> one's even accusing me of anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was at I volunteered at a camp, uh a kids camp last summer, and we would go into like evening sessions and there was a live band. They'd be like playing music for kids to like jump around to, and it was kind of piping hot loud in that room. And there were a couple kids in my cabin who were like kind of crying. Candle fell. I saw um, that. Did you see Episode that? Episode five, were, boys. <laughs> they were like stressed out. I think I, I get stressed out sometimes. Like in a club, for example. Mm-hmm. Like I don't ha- I don't have the urge. I mean, I'm you know, an adult now, so I'm not like crying about it, but it is like anxiety inducing. You know, I, just like Yeah. yeah. I, I can't stand that stuff, dude. I get I get so stressed out. When I um, like even when we last night in New Orleans, um, we got done with the this like grand tasting with all these distilleries and stuff. Right. And for somehow um, I felt like pretty much completely fine. And I'm like, 
I don't want to go home yet because it's my last night. I don't want to have FOMO, but like I don't know where everybody's going. So a couple of people were walking to this bar up the street, and uh, we had been there a couple of the previous nights. So I knew what to expect. I'm like, yeah, catch you guys there. It was like an eight or nine minute walk away from where we were. I got caught up talking with somebody. They left. They went to the bar, and I ran into these other people that I knew, and they're like, Hey, come on, come with us, man. Hop in the car. I'm like, hop in the car. Where are we going? <laughs> so we like pile into this car. It's a bunch of us. <laughs> and uh, I love the, the start of that is uh, great. Like yeah, that's the that. start of a funny whatever yeah. is going to happen next. It's going to be funny. Yeah. Right. So we hop into the car. We go to uh, I don't even know what part of New Orleans this was, but wherever it was, it was like Times Square. It was that busy. <laughs> um, just people piled in the streets. Every, it was like being on, um, you know, the main strip in Nashville. You know, yeah. it was just like that busy. People are piled in these bars. I'm like, oh, are we going to like a super packed place? Because I'm not really game for that. Everything we'd been doing that entire week last week <clears throat> was pretty much. I mean, it was pretty chill. You know, yeah, little tasting rooms that you're in. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, hanging with the you know 10, 15 people at most, and like you know not packed places. So. We pull up to the place and get out, and it's it's a fire hazard waiting to happen as soon as I get into this place. I'm like, we have to like work our way all the way up to the bar. I really have to use the bathroom. Oh. There's only one bathroom. This is perfect. Just what I wanted to do. Yeah, not to mention you're ordering like a oh. Jack and Coke or something. I don't even That's know That's going to cost order. you 14 bucks. Yeah, exactly. It's right. not even worth the cost, hassle, yes. time. So physical contact with other people to get to the bar. Yeah. So I'm in the bathroom. They grab a round of drinks. I come back out I'm like, you know, cool. Appreciate that. So I don't have to wait. But <clears throat> so we're having a couple and um, I brought my backpack with me because I brought it to the tasting that I'd gone to. I went straight from there to that bar. And in my backpack, I mean, I've got. I mean, I, get, I was given two bottles for free before I left and then I had brought like three others. So I have like five bottles of whiskey in my backpack. Start pulling those out because I don't want to go up to the bar. Yeah. And I'm just pouring them for everybody. Love that. Yeah. Love and that. then I had the two free bottles that the distillery gave me, which I had already had. And I like them, but I had to fly home with a lot of whiskey. My bag was 62 pounds when I checked it uh, at the airport. So I'm like, I don't really need these. I went up to the bartender. I said, hey, man, just came from the Bourbon Fest. I got these two bottles. You want them? He said, yeah, sure. So I gave him the two bottles. And so I was in good graces with him. And then I pulled out um, the Bardstown Discovery Series that I had like half a bottle of. And I'm like, you know what? I said, I'm just trying to offload whatever I can. Do you care if I pour a bunch of one-ounce samples and just cash this bottle for you? You can just hand them to customers. He's like, yeah, sure. So I'm just standing up at the bar, just pouring samples, <laughs> giving samples to the band that was playing. They're like, yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was great. But Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. So we'd, we'd had a few at that bar, and then we hopped over to the, the bar across the street as well, which is a lot more chill. It was, it was not nearly as packed. But at that point, I'm just like, oh, boy. Okay, now I'm feeling it. And then it took me until 4 o'clock to get an Uber. So didn't, didn't, well, feel very, didn't feel very good yesterday. Dude, there's but, nothing better than being at a restaurant with billiards with Will. Yeah. When he's Period. like, when, you, when he asked the simple question, is, do you guys have Bardstown? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't experienced that. I haven't had the opportunity. One day. One day. One day. One day if mm -hmm. I'm good. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to come visit you guys in uh, in June. I think I'm going to try to make it up there in June. Nice. Late June. Please coordinate. Because so, I'm gone be a lot of June. Of course. I'll, yeah, of course I'll be coordinated. And I'll coordinate. <laughs> um, my mom might actually move to... I don't know if this is classified information... She might move to Pennsylvania to be near my brother and his family. Oh, wow. And, uh, wow. Which would mean I no longer have a real strong familial tie. My dad's in Florida. Mom's going to be in York, Pennsylvania. Wow. That's a big so, move. It's a big move. I, Is she going to retire? Is she going to retire? Yeah, I think so. I hope no one from her employer sees this. Um, I think she's within a couple of years of retiring. So I think in a lot of the work she does right now is remote anyway, but yeah, well, I wasn't nice. even she asking happens. soon. I was just saying, is she going to retire? She's going to work till she's 90. Uh, <laughs> That's what I thought she's never going to retire, but yeah. Anyway, um, That's exciting kind of news. It Love is. It sure. is. Well, you've always got a place to sleep here. 
Yeah, I know. I know that. Jude's bed. Or you, I can empty out my cabinet, my whiskey cabinet at home. You can sleep in that, too. Could I just go on yeah. the top shelf there? That's got, yeah, it's got that would heat, be nice. AC, uh, your own bathroom <clears throat> yeah. in there. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's been an excellent episode, guys. Thanks, as always, for uh, sharing the wonderful insights that you do. And our listeners, our viewers, this show is brought to you by viewers like you. It's like PBS. Episode 50 is in the books. We love you so much. We'll catch you next time. Stouting off cast, stouting off family, the three of us out. See ya. (laughs) 